Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Wednesday, August 24th, 2022 in the Gregorian calendar and the 27th of, of 5782 in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. Zehava Galon beats Yair Golan in the race to lead the left-wing Meretz Party. 20,000 members of Israel's Meretz Party voted Tuesday in the party's primary election ahead of the November 1st general election. Now, not every party in Israeli parliament has primary elections. This one does, and so did the Likud and a few others. Some of them are just bringing people into the seats via appointments. Public opinion polls show that under Yair Golan's leadership, the party would have barely passed the threshold with four Knesset seats, while under Galon's leadership, we could have expected around six Knesset seats, or we could expect in the future, providing Merit's voters even more of a reason to want her in that seat as the leader. Galon was a party member with Merits from 1999 to 2009 and then again from 2009 to 2017 for which she was the party leader during that second go-around. Palestinians working in Israel are rejecting a recent bank account agreement between the Palestinian Authority and Israeli authorities. The contentious agreement would require Israeli companies that employ Palestinians to pay the salaries of their employees into an official Israeli bank account rather than in cash. The contentious agreement would require Israeli companies that employ Palestinians to pay the salaries of their employees into an official bank account rather than in cash. Workers are striking as they fear the new payment method will include hidden fees and new taxes that could cut their wages, whereas with cash... Workers were getting 100% of what they earned and nothing less. Representatives of the protesters and critics say they might declare an open-ended strike if this decision is not canceled. The new payment method is intended to be a more efficient and secure way to pay salaries for the nearly 200,000 Palestinians who cross into Israel and Jewish settlements each day to go to work. The arrangement, as it stands, would pay employees weekly with $1 bank fees per transfer. Mohamed Kassib, a 43-year-old protester who works at an aluminum factory, tells Reuters he has a big issue with this arrangement and that it was because it was made without consulting workers or workers' unions. And now either the worker agrees to get paid with a bank account or he or she loses their work license. Most Palestinian workers do not have a bank account, and now they'll have to get paid on the books, which creates a new revenue source for the Palestinian Authority, what with service fees for Palestinian banks, transfer costs from Palestinian banks to Israeli, and back and forth. Israeli representatives say this move will strengthen the Palestinian economy and ensure workers' pensions are paid for by their Israeli employers, 
as well as reduce the possibility of money laundering. The strike lasted for one day and it happened on Sunday. There is going to be an adjustment period, so this isn't going to come into play full force until January 1st. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, we'd like you to consider sending over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. The financial support we get from subscribers helps us maintain our show and helps us continue to grow and try to reach new audiences. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I write myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. A special thank you is in order today for Anne-Marie Felch who just became our latest paid subscriber and contributor. Thank you all the way to Texas, Anne-Marie, for not only your contribution, but for your words of encouragement in the voice note that you left me on anchor.fm. You don't know how much those words really mean to me. They really keep me going just when I'm feeling like, why am I putting out this show? Why am I making this effort? I get a message from a listener like you, Anne-Marie. I am so glad that you're listening to the show every morning on your commute Yes, and yes, I am expecting you at the next Sunset Series event that I host on Monday nights when you're back in Tel Aviv. Don't forget that I need you to email me at shannafold at gmail.com so that I can get your full mailing address and send you a thank you note with a poem. And I want to thank you all for your interest in Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, our world politics. We have one link in the show notes, which you can click on, and that'll take you to the page where you too can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. So check that out at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend, and three, you can follow us on Facebook at israeldaily.news, as well as Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. An Israeli man was kidnapped in Sao Paulo, Brazil Tuesday by a gang and then released some hours later for ransom. That's according to the foreign ministry spokesperson. The incident was taken care of by Israel's consulate in Sao Paulo, as well as the Israelis abroad office in the foreign ministry's consular department, the man's family, and help from the Brazilian police. Wow, what an operation. The man was out Tuesday night when he caught an Uber or a paid taxi. The driver was first taken captive and then abandoned later, and that driver was the person who ultimately reported it to police and saved him. While the Israeli was being held captive, the abductors called his family to ask for money and also used his card to withdraw the cash. The police were able to track the phones that were used to call that family, and then police realized that it was three members of a gang. Those three members have been arrested. The ransom was paid for by the family. They say that they do not want to be named. Very scary. Maccabi Haifa advances to the Champions League at the Union of European Football Association games for the first time since 2009. This win makes Maccabi Haifa the first Israeli team to appear in group stage three times. Group stage is where teams are divided up and they play against each other to decide which one is going to the next part of the competition. In a dramatic turn of events, Maccabi's winning score came on a 90th minute own goal after an Israeli player kicked the ball toward the goal of Red Star Belgrade's team and their player tried to deflect it but actually kicked it into his own net. 
This ended the tie and won the game for the Israeli team. This means Maccabi will join 31 other teams in European soccer's biggest annual competition, where it will face off against top-flight squads from across the continent for a chance to take the UEFA Championship. Congratulations to Maccabi Haifa. All right, well, that is it for today's show. Today is Wednesday, August 24th, 2022. Tel Aviv has a low of 24 degrees Celsius and a high of 31 degrees. That's 76 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 87 degrees for the high. Yes, I am still with my family, still getting the podcast out and exploring the country with them. We're back in Tel Aviv this evening So I just wanted to give you a little update about my family visiting me here from New York. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I also usually add in a few personal anecdotes so you can get the inside scoop on what's going on in my personal life. And I always mention our professional highlights from the Israel Daily News podcast. You can sign up for that on our website at israeldaily.news. Thank you to Michelle Milner for her social media work on our Instagram page, israeldaily.news, and Dan Matheson, our newest Israel Daily News podcast intern. I'm going to send you off today with a song called Cherry Beam by Erica Kral. Enjoy this song and have a great and productive day.